Hi, and welcome to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here on Healing Quest is integrative health, including mind-body medicine and how it can help us all achieve optimum well-being. Well, thanks for joining us. We hope you had a good week. We did. It was especially great to see our dear friend, Olivia Newton-John, performing Friday at Cash Creek. She looks great, as usual, and she sounds amazing. Uh, and, and you may recall seven months ago, Olivia disclosed that the breast cancer she had overcome 25 years ago had reappeared in her back. Now, the good news is that she's on a maintenance protocol, including various herbs and alternative therapies, and has been able to resume her concert tour. Olivia says she's feeling great, which is a wonderful holiday present for all of us. And on another showbiz note, in the show today, our good friend Jolie Fisher is going to join us by phone to talk about her new book, Growing Up Fisher. Jolie's the daughter of Eddie Fisher and Connie Stevens. She grew up on stages all over the world. Well, she's an actress, singer, director, and all-around entertainer, and Growing Up Fisher is her first book. And she's going to share with us how writing the book after losing her sister Carrie Fisher last December helped her find her voice not her singing voice, cause, mm-hmm. because she's always had that. Boy, you can tell she's got the Fisher and uh, and Stevens pipes. Does she ever? Yeah, but the courage to speak her truth and share her musings and memoirs and her misadventures. So you'll find out how using her creativity helped Jolie begin to heal and deal with not only the loss of Carrie, but Debbie Reynolds, as she called Mama Debbie. And we'll also find out about the cabaret tour that Jolie's launching, including a performance that's coming up this Wednesday in San Francisco. Also in the show today, we're going to be following up on one of the stories that touched us deeply in the last few months, the inspiring animal rescue effort in the wake of Hurricane Harvey in Houston. We're going to find out about how things are going there, and we're going to have some naturally healthy Christmas gift suggestions. But first, let's get an update from my partner here about an emotional health seminar that she attended that has some takeaways for all of us. Well, that's right. It was given at the Dow Healing Center here in Sacramento, and it was led by shamanic healer Jana Din who we've had on the show, and the co-founder of the center, and Dr. David Steinhorn, who has a national reputation as a leader in the field of palliative care. He has uh, started integrative centers both in Chicago and here at UC Davis, where we did a story on our television show, Mm -hmm. Shamans in the ICU, which was probably one of the most powerful stories we've ever done in the last 15 years. But um, Dr. Steinhorn and Jana... I think their topic this weekend was compassion. Yes, it was. And that was because they felt that right now we could all use a little more compassion for ourselves and for others uh, with everything that's going on in the world. And I remember we did some exercises on just connecting to our heart of of compassion Mm -hmm. and pairing off with people and talking about what is compassion? What's the difference between compassion and sympathy? And we kind of went around the circle. And, you know, for me, I think sympathy is something you express when someone's going through a troubled time or they've had a loss. Compassion is a little bit deeper than that. It, it is something that requires you to have a full and open heart. It requires you to be forgiving of yourself and others. And I think the big thing is it's easy for a lot of us to have compassion for other people. We don't always have that kind of compassion for ourselves. It's one of the hardest things, it, it, uh, I think, that, uh, that uh, actually in a little while we're going to talk about uh, our interview we did with James Doty. But I remember him saying that the ability to be compassionate to yourself could be one of the most important things you do to keep yourself healthy and, frankly, to have a long and happy life. We talk about integrative health here. We talk about mind-body medicine, and we talk about optimum well-being. Compassion could be the key to that. 
if you're out there and you're asking yourself, well, you know, I think I'm a compassionate person, but I, you know, I could always be a little bit more compassionate. What a lot of the experts in this field say is that one of the ways to do that is through a, a mindfulness practice or a meditation practice, because that allows you to just quiet your mind, slow down, be in that still place. And I don't think any of us do that quite enough. So in fact, compassion could be one of the most important things we could do to help us achieve the optimum well-being that we talk about all the time here on Healing Quest. That's right. In fact, compassion seems to be increasingly in the natural health news these days. This week, we came across a study by the National Institutes of Health about the big benefits of compassion. Tell us about that study. So the study showed that practicing compassion stimulates the same pleasure centers as those associated with the desire for food, water, and sex. Now, psychologists define compassion in, in, in their research as having understanding and patience for somebody in distress, either someone else or yourself. And neuroscientists say compassion can lower our blood pressure and boost our immune system. Well, and philosophers say that having compassion for ourselves and others is the ultimate sign of, a, of emotional maturity. This new data for compassion reminds us of an interview we did several years ago for our TV show with Dr. James Doty. I just mentioned him. He's the neurosurgeon at Stanford, and he's the founder of the Center for Compassion and Altruism Research and Education. Doty says that we may think compassion is good mostly for the people to whom we give it, but in fact, it's most important that we start with ourselves. Mm -hmm. He told us that when you're kind and loving to yourself, that allows you to be that way to other people. It's that contagion thing that actually um, we heard about in that uh, study by the National Institutes of Health. That's right. But what I remember most about our conversation with Dr. Doty was that he said the single most important thing we can all do to improve our health and our longevity is to practice compassion. I, in fact, I think he said that it, he said based on the science and the, uh, to date, being compassionate has more long-term effect on our health and our wellness than being at your ideal body weight, quitting smoking, or doing lots of physical exercise. Wow, I, that was amazing. Dr. Doty says compassion, loving concern is the single most important thing we can do to improve our physical health and well-being. I, I will tell you that in, in 15 years of, of doing Healing Quest and interviewing brilliant people all around the world, that is one of the, that, that, what he said, compassion, the single most important thing we can do to improve our health and well-being is one of the most memorable lines that I, I've ever heard anybody tell me in an interview. Right, and, you know, Deepak, Chopra talked about that on our show as well. Mm -hmm. So one important part of compassion is having a, a generous spirit. And, and also today we have an interesting piece of research to share with you on that. It comes from a study at the University of Zurich where 50 participants were told they'd be receiving various sums of money and then they had to decide what to do with it. Well, some of them chose to spend it on themselves and others chose to spend it on others. Scientists said the parts of the brain associated with generosity and happiness interacted much more intensely in those who chose to help others. They also found that this happened with just the promise of giving the money away, not even the act itself. Well, yes, the scientists also said that those who followed through with a generosity, they felt even happier afterward, and we would encourage you to follow through with that generosity. And the benefits were the same regardless of how much money was involved. So generosity can indeed be very good for happiness. That's right. So up next in our show, we're going to check in on the inspiring efforts of some folks who were amazingly generous in the wake of Hurricane Harvey and the devastating floods there. And when you find out about them, you may want to help them continue and expand their good work because their goal is to carry that work into every state in the union. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at kfbk.com and by Googling Healing Quest iHeart Podcasts. 
So you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and you can email us at info at HealingQuestRadio.com or call 877-544-4827. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and you're listening to Healing Quest on KFBK and iHeartRadio. Radio. 